Here's a bunch of svarim. I found this mimer in the end of, in the middle of Vayakel. It's just pushed gorgeous. Absolutely something gorgeous. And it definitely takes away from people the, um, the, the excuse of saying there's nothing so exciting happening. In Vayakel, I don't have to dig too deep. This is something so, so beautiful. That, uh, we're going to see a lot of different... Uh, Machshavot here and, and connect, I think, to Vayakim in a very strong way. And I want to learn this with the Shlema of Gershon ben Sara. Okay. Obviously, this, if there's one star of Parashat Vayakim, it's probably B'Tzalel. If there's a star of Meishu Rabbeinu, star of Pukudi is probably Meishu Rabbeinu has the actual finishing of the Mishkan. But here it's, you know, after we get all the instructions, what to do what, and then it's Hashem says, okay, listen, it's not all on you. I called out someone. Who is this person? This is Bitzalel ben Ori ben Chur Yehuda. Now, every time the Torah mentions the name of someone and it's Yichus, there's all these tile tilim of, of drashot as to why did it go up until a certain, the Yichus reach a certain place and not more. Because uh, you can keep on going back in the genealogy of the Torah. The son of this, the son of this, until someone. So, where else do we have this in the Torah where there's like a very interesting Yichus, but it stops at a certain point. Korach ben ben Kehat ben Levi. What could have it gone to? Ben Yaakov. Ben Yaakov, right? Ben Yaakov ben Kehat ben Levi. Ben Yaakov ben Yitzchak ben Avram. You know, it can keep on going back, but there's a lot of drashas. Why does the Yichus of Korach go up into Levi and not to Yaakov? And here we're going to see also why the Yichus goes back to a certain point. So in the parasha it says like this: "B'parashatan ma'ase hamishkan al de b'tzalel lematay Yehuda, v'al yedei ohaliyav lematay Dan." These these two were the two that were really the tag team, b'tzalel and ohaliyav. One comes from Shevet Yehuda, 
and one comes from Shevet Dan. And we're going to see something beautiful about this. And the Torah goes out of its way to praise them. And they were filled with this Chochmah Elokit. Now, I just saw a an interesting piece from the Ksav Sofer, the son of the Chassam Sofer, and he said that apparently they only knew, like their Chochmah was so insult, but only in regards to this. Regarding other things in life, we have no idea if they know how to do anything. You saw this piece before? Yeah. It's an interesting diuk, because they're saying, what were they chachamin? Just this inyan of hakamata mishkan, the maaseh mishkan. The v'yimalei that was specifically for this. The, the, right, yeah. the, right. That's an interesting, you understand that? That's an interesting diuk. The chokhmah they got was only for maaseh mishkan. Lav dafka, they were like, had tons of other chokhmot in other areas. But it's something specific about the Biniyata Mishkan that they merited to receive this higher supernal wisdom, this deep Chochmat Lev. So, the Tzaddik continues like this, Rav Kluger says like this, it says like this, we know the famous Jrash and Truma, Ksiv, you want to build the house of Hashem? It's only in a certain way. Everyone is in it together. Everyone has to have a chedek in it. This is a good drasha for finishing the fundraising of the shul. Anyone, it doesn't matter how much you give, much you don't. Everyone's in it. רק ככה, right? רק ככה, בתוכם, בתוכם, בתוך כל אחד ואחד. וזה, שהשם יתברך ארצה, שיתחברו בצלאל ממתי יהודה, עם אהוליאב ממתי דן. He wanted these two שבטים to get together. Now what do we know about these two שבטים, שבט יהודה ושבט דן? We know, we, we know, we know a number of things. Okay, obviously שבט יהודה, we know a lot more. It's a lot of amazing things, מלוכה, משיח. Leaders, Nachshon ben Aminatav, have a lot of things about, about uh, Shevet Yehuda that we could say about. About Dan, we don't know too much, but what we do know about Dan will help us understand why it was so important for these two Shvatim to come together in the Asiyah, the Mishkan. Ki hine Shevet Yehuda haya b'midah mesuyemet shlemut shifteka. Yehuda was the shlemus of all the Shvatim, when the machanot, when they were, the masav, the Shvatim, who was first? Yehuda was first. From the Baruch of Yaakov Avinu, Yehuda, you're at the front. Veshevet Dan was me'asef kol ha'machanot, they were the last ones. Nachon? Shevet Dan basically probably chataf the most from Amalek. Because they were, you know, Amalek is running after us and they're, they're, they're hitting us and they're meeting the people that are at the end. Who's the end? Shevedan is the end. So you have the Masav, Ben Israel, the front and the back. These two Shvatim are the ones that have to build, that are filled with this divine Chochmah to build the Mishkan. 
ונשא דגל מחנה בני דן מאסף לכל המחנות. וזה מחמד שהשם יתברך רצה, שהמשכן אשר בו אשרת השכינה, ייבנה דייקה על ידי החיבור בין הגדולים עם הקטנים. חיבור מטה יהודה ומטה דן, ששניהם יחדיו יבנו את משכן השם, ויגלו את השם יתברך בדירה בתחתונים. It's an amazing thing. Says, השם wanted his revelation of what he's bringing to the world, down here in this world, but the only way that it can come down in this world, in this, in this way of the Shekhinah coming in, is the Chibur, he says over here, Chibur ben ha-gdolim im ha-ktanim. It has to, it's not an inyan of just the gdolim, and it's not an inyan of just the ktanim to come and build something. Zechav liot, not memotza, but it has to be a Chibur between the front and the back, the high and the bottom, the, high, the top and the lowest. ויין תורה אור, תורה זה ביג רד בוק, תורה אור, זה אלתר רבי, בפרשה. בביאור מה שאדם נברא ונעצר משני הקצוות. Man was created also from the two קצוות, from two ends. עפר מן אדמה, ואדמה לעליון. He was taken from the bottom, right? But he is, he is bigger than, he's like אדמה לעליון. מהעליונים והתחתונים דייקה. Man is taken from both, from, from, come in. Man is taken, come, 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 come. ברוכים הבאים. Welcome. Perfect timing. בשמחה. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is a... Hi, Chaim. Hi. Welcome, welcome. And he'll be able to read the Hebrew, so... Oh, it's okay, but we're translating, so it's okay, okay. it's okay. So man, but basically we, we, we're discussing over here that the people that, made, that were chosen to be the, 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 the wisdom makers, the architects, the minds behind the making of the Mishkan, seemingly were from two completely different camps. Mm. One was, uh, the first one is, Betzalel, he comes from the tribe of Yehuda, and the other one, his like, mate was Ohaliyav. Ohaliyav ben Achisamach lemated Dan, the tribe of Dan. What's interesting about them, just repeat it very fast, is that this first one, Betzalel, he's from the tribe of Yehuda, they were the first in the Masah of the Machanot, as we were camping, the first tribe that was in the head was the Machanet of Yehuda, they were leading the show. The ones that were in the back were the Machane of Dan, of Dan. They were the ones that were basically guiding everyone from the back. Picking up the lost items. Legamre, exactly, <laughs> Ma'asif. But Hashem wanted those two to come together when it comes to the building of the Mishkan because there's something about the building of the Mishkan that it has to be like this. It has to be that everyone that is, is here to create a, a connection between heaven and earth. You need the highest and you need the lowest. You need the tribe that's shining and you need the tribe that Dan wasn't exactly shining most of the time. They were a little bit more in the back. Pick up. Picking things up. But it's Dafka, these two, that Hashem designates as having this incredible, infinite, godly wisdom to make, to make a mishkan. It's not stam. So that, that's what we got up to right now. And he basically also said man is basically made of those two things. Like on a, on a certain level, what are we made out of? We're made out of dust. On the other hand, Hashem put a godly soul into us. So the godly soul that's into us represents the tribe of? 
Yehuda, and the Afar Min Adama represents the tribe of Dan. And again, this is how we build the Mishkan. It's from the bottom paragraph in this in this page, the first page. God made it be that the way the Mishkan comes to be is through the generous outpouring of the heart of Am Yisrael. That's how he made it to be. The Me'azahav she'eviu benedivut lev asu et ha'aron. From the gold that they brought with the generosity of the heart, they ended up making the Aron, <coughs> the Ark. Gold that came with, it's kind of like you had to push yourself to give it, it wasn't coming from that much of a heart. You made smaller vessels, uh, you know, less important vessels. Ach. But there was room for every type of service in the Mishkan. It ended up being that everyone ended up giving and making the Mishkan Shalem. That is the glory of the Mishkan. And that's the beauty of even today, nothing has changed in terms of, you don't say to people, I don't accept from you anything if it's not so-and-so. You accept, you accept the smallest nadava to the highest nadava. And the truth is, when we went out for fundraising for the shul, it was, like a, big, it was a big nisayan for us that there's certain people, you're under the assumption that, hey, this is a big deal, we're going to go and they're going to give a gishmak, you know, nice, massive. And they just, this wasn't their thing. But how much of their, like, you know, two zero less number, right? Like there's two zeros missing at the end of the number that they give. How much of that are you receiving with the same amount of simcha if it came from their heart? If it came from their heart, then they're doing the nidvat lev. They're doing what, how Moshe Rabbeinu was told to collect from the Am. So it was a big, it was a big nisayon, mitzad hamekablim from us. It was a nisayon of saying, I could see this came from your heart, even though my heart thought your heart would want to give more, that's something else. Okay. Bezei dikhtiv vayikhu li truma perush rashi li lishmi. And this is what it means. Take for me a truma. Rashi says li lishmi, meaning for my namesake. This is a beautiful perush. It's the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, Reb Moshe Chaim Ephraim of Sedlikov. He says like this. Otiyot li hem lamed v'yud. These two letters, lamed and yud. Sha'ot lamed hi hagdola mi ben haotiyot. V'yud hi haktana. The word li is an interesting, like for me, lamed is the largest letter in the Hebrew alphabet and yud is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And that's what Hashem is saying you're bringing it to. וזהו לי לשמי, שבמשכן השם יתברך חפץ בנקודת העבודה הפנימית של כל ישראל. God desires the inner nekuda of work of every single yid. מהלמד, הבעל דרגה הגדול, from the highest level, בחינת יריעות הגג, like what made the roof stand up, בחינת שמיים, which is like the heaven, ועד היוד, until the yud, which resembled הפחות שבעם. The lowest, Bichinat Adanim, Bichinat Aretz. Adanim is a. What do you say? Huh? Planter? 
Yeah, the plant is. The smallest on the ground, Bechinat Aretz. The Yeriot Agag Ad Lepo. That's the Li. Bikhul Li. Lamed Yud. Lamed Shamaim. Yud. Ending. Aretz. What, what is this? Who's the oh, sorry, sorry. No, I said in the beginning. This is... A, <laughs> this is a, someone we've learning from... Baruch Hashem, he's still alive. Avram Tzvi Kluger from, from Beit Shemesh. And we've been learning his Svarim for Avram Kluger. He's, he's wondrous. Let me see if it's called a Sicha Bechul Okay. It's like Everybody. And if you don't have one, it's pasul. Yeah, it's pasul. Someone came up to me this yant, this sukkis, and he said, uh, "Listen, I'm li- I'm missing one of the um, hadasim." So is it okay? So the truth is, is that the, only the first day is a mitzvah doraita of the dalid meaning. Mm. If it wasn't the first day, it'd be okay. But since it's the first day, there's no games. It's all got to be there because yeah. if one thing isn't there, the whole thing is pasul. If then. Okay. Now, ita bechazal, the Gemara says like this. Haflagot bigidulato shel betzalel. When it comes to betzalel, it's amazing what Chazal tell us about this. I mean, even his name is quite astonishing. Betzel kel, in the shade of, in the shadow of God. He's like, it's a very, very deep thing. Betzalel, Al Shem Chochmato Nikra. He's called after his Chochma, after his wisdom. Bisha'a Shamailo Kadush Borchul Moshe Lech Emorlo Lebitzalel Aseli Mishkan Aron Vekidim. When Hashem told them to Moshe, go to Bitzalo, make for me a Mishkan, make for me an Aron and vessels. So Moshe utensils, Moshe went, Halach Moshe, Vafach, he changed the order around. Vamarlo. First make an Aron, then make utensils, then make a Mishkan. You understand? It's a famous, famous diuk. When Hashem tells Moshe, he says, make a Mishkan, and then make the other things. He goes to Betzal, he says, okay, make these other things, these Aron and Kilim, and then build a Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu, Olam, we know. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu say Mishkan first? Because we know. A person first builds a house, then he puts things inside. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me, make an Aaron, then make Kilim, then make a Mishkan. Kilim Shani Yosef, these vests, these utensils, I'll create. Where am I going to bring them into? That's probably what it meant. Maybe you, perhaps you were in the shade of God, you were in the shadow of God, you were right there with God, and you know how such a thing could work because the minhag of the olam is not that way. You don't build a... You don't... You don't it's, it's the Seder Moshe Rabbeinu was, was trying to, you know, mechaven to do it in a proper way. So that's like Moshe Rabbeinu telling B'tzal about your B'tzal El, you... Only because you're so close to the way Hashem wants things to happen, you understand how such a thing could happen. I can't understand how you build such a world, right? This is a very deep thing. Betzalel knew how to com- do the letter combinations with which the world was created. Meaning, Kabbalistically speaking, we know that how did Hashem create the world? Baruch Omer Ve'oseh. 
ברוך שאמר והיה העולם, God spoke the world into being. בעשרה מאמרות נברא העולם, the world was created in ten utterances. Kabbalistically speaking, there is ways to the permutations of God's name and other combinations of ways of saying things that only the highest, deepest Kabbalists can understand how to take the same way that God created the world and know how to do them themselves. B'Tzalel was one of them. Okay, B'Tzalel knew this sod. And he was only 13, right? He was only 13 years old. She'ro'in et g'dulato shel B'Tzalel. We see how great he was. עד שהיה משה מורה לו, מודה לו. אתה אומר שלבינו אדמירי, you're right. שאכן עושים את המשכן, ואחר כך את הכלים. You're right. First you do a משכן, then you put the intensives in. שצריכים להקדים כלי לאור, that you have to first make the utensil, and then have the light. ואתה. נבוא לראות דבר פלא נפלא. שסובב והולך כאן נקודות, נקודת מידות טובות שעליה מושתת יסוד כל המשכן כולו, כי רק על ידי מידות טובות אפשר שייבנה משכן אמת להשם יתברך. So look at now at an amazing thing that we're going to see, it's really what you just said right now, mm-hmm. we're going to see an amazing עניין of מידות טובות that existed between מיישר רבינו and בצלו, that we see through this with such Kavod Hadadi, which means mutual respect and honor, this is how you build the Mishkan. She'ita bechazal, chazal say in Sanhedrin, bechi'evet b'tzalel mishkan barkama havei, the one that built the Mishkan b'tzalel, how old was he? Barklesa. Haya b'tzalel ben yud gimel shanim, be'etch banah ha-mishkan, when he was building the Mishkan. He was 13 years old. Yafeh, how old is Moshe Rabbeinu? והנה משה רבינו היה בן שמונים ואחד שנים. No, 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 beginnings, beginning of the 40 years, he's 81. משה רבינו היה בן שמונים ואחד שנים בשעת בניית המשכן, שעברה שנה אחת מאז היה בן שמונים שנה בדוברם אל פרעה. A year passed from the time where they began, where the whole יציאת מצרים began. Remember the plagues took how long? A year, 12 months, and now this is after already, right? So now they've reached Mount Sinai, this is a year later. That means he, was, he, was, he was, wasn't even bar mitzvah, but it also means he was part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. He just came into the parasha of, like, you know, ומשה רבינו הענק שבענקים, רבן של כל ישראל, ראיה מהם לדי ישראל, בן השמונים ואחד שנים, יורד לדרגתו, he goes down to his level, ומודה לו ומפליג בשבחו. He thanks him for correcting him, and he goes on and on and on on his praises. So, this is a very interesting thing I want to say right now. Where else do we see this inyan that Moshe Rabbeinu kiviyachol kind of comes down from his ma'ala of being so high and actually thanks someone for correcting him? Huh? Yitro. How long is Yitro Jewish when Yitro comes and corrects him? Maybe a few hours. Maybe a day or two, right there. Right? It's a little different if you're a 13-year-old or if you're a father-in-law. <laughs> right, father-in-law, yeah. The yeah. father-in-law aspect, yeah, but... 
I will say that when you're, when you're FFB and a Baal comes and corrects you, you have to really have a lot of, uh, you know, that, that place inside of you, a clean place to right. just make kabel what the person has to like say. Moshe was the most humble. So he took the humility to You see it here yeah. too. You know, I'm going to see it here too. 13 year old little, <laughs> little kid is coming and saying, it's not really like that, what you said. Oh, thank you so much. But Sel El, you were there. You know. You're really closer, so you must know what it's all about. So how does he end off with this paragraph? He says, "Kirosh yeshivet gaon v'talmid chacham ba bayamim hayoshevim b'chur katan v'shomat svarato u'mitpael u'modelo u'meshabcho u'mechabdo." Like an like an altar, like an old Rosh Yeshiva that's sitting, you know, the guy, someone that's mamish been through everything b'chulei, and then come little come little kid comes and says, "You know that that pshat you said on the Rambam? I, I actually b'mechila, I think it's actually something else." And the Rosh Yeshiva in front of everyone says. Wow, you're gewalt. It's true. Very chazak. Haynu shemit talmidai yoter mikulan, right? It says about, in Gemara Tanit, that it says like, you know, we learn from everyone, but, but you learn most from your own students. En medubar al talmid chaver lemoshe rabbeinu ke'aron ha'kohen v'zikne Yisrael. We're not saying that the Moshe Rabbeinu learned more from his students, the students of like, you know, his peers, like Aaron and the Skenim. The Kavana was for this 13-year-old boy. Moshe Rabbeinu knows this kid has something special. Right? Right? He understood in his, in his amazing anava, this kid, age, age is nothing but a number. Age is an illusion. This kid really has something that I just don't have. I could break my head against the wall. It's clear. But he's saying over here, I should have been, didn't force himself to say, well, God designated him. I mu- it must be that he's right. He went into his heart and he saw, Be'emet, this kid has something that I pashut don't have. And that's fine. And that's great. And I'm thankful for him. Right. And I'm going to thank him. And I'm going to mafli in his shevach. I'm going to go off and off in his shevach. But again, what is this reminding us of? Shevet Yehuda and Shevet Dan, the equivalent of it. Those the leaders, the ones that are in the front, the 81-year-old leader, Raya Mamna, faithful shepherd, and the person in the back, Shevedan, the 13-year-old boy that's just cro- beginning to walk, Kivyachon. We see this motif about the building of the Mishkan over and over and over again. That's how Hashem wanted it to come into being. There's no other way that it could come into being, basically is what he's saying. Shezea'inyana medubal is what we're talking about. Kasher tziva Hashemet Moshe, the whole structure of the Mishkan. The whole thing is in accordance to the way Hashem c- c- commanded Moshe. Shashem itbarach rotsesha mishkan yibane alide lamed agdola ve yud aktana. God wants it through the li, through the lamed and the yud. Alide Moshe hazaken ubetalela bachur shezata nitcheb mitzvot. Kach bonim mishkan Hashem. Shemishkan haya kazea sharat ashkina. Shemoshe hagadol mekofef komato le daber bishvach bitzalel. Shebniyat ha-mishkan na'aseh daika bi-istakrut midot tovot. 
building of the Mishkan, Mishkan really comes out when you look at the world with, through Midot Tovot. Shagadol ha-ne'ala yechol lishma belibo shelekatan nishma'alot muflaot emeno. This is one of the hardest things to do. I see that in a lot of different areas, even in the world of music, when a little schlepper comes onto the scene, but you see he has something really good, and you're sitting there playing 20, 30, 40 years, and this kid comes and he has all these... It takes a lot to say that he has something that we didn't have. It takes something very monumental. It takes a big, big person, a big, humble person, to realize this is a beautiful thing to do. Listen, I, I, you know, I don't see it yet because my children are still young, but those of you that have older children, I mean, my, my parents talk to me about this sometimes. When my parents feel that their children have... Um, you know, some doesn't always work like this, <laughs> but sometimes when it does, it's a beautiful thing. Like the real red son of a parent, you know, the pinnacle of things is to see that happening. That takes a very, it's a very beautiful place, but you shouldn't take it for granted because it doesn't happen by everyone. There are some that are like always, no, 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 no. You'll always be a child, which means, yeah, you'll always be a child, but that interpretation is, you'll always be lower. It's not the way we look at things. It's not Meshur Rabbeinu's way of understanding. It's not what the Torah tells us about the way things work. And definitely not how you, write them, how you build the Mishkan. Ve'ata. Muvan shelefi ha'amur la'el. Now we understand. Shebetzalel mevatet shevet Yehuda hana'ala. Betzalel resembles the shevet of Yehuda. Ve'ohaliyavet shevet dan ha'olech basof. And Oliav, like we said before, resembles the Shevet of Dan. Yuvan she Shevet Dan meramez al ka'ele shem yoter k'tanim yudgim al shanim. And Shevet Dan resemble all those that are even younger than 13 years. Ki im b'tzalel shuhu mi Yehuda hayalo sheyachuti b'mashkan, techef b'ikansu b'chiyuv Torah ha'mitzvot, imken Shevet Dan mevatim dargot yoter nemuchot. Zot omeret, B'tzalel, who actually is from Yehuda, but he was 13 years old, he has shaykhs to Torah, that, to the Mishkan. That means that even that Shevet Dan resemble even those that are younger in age, that even kids have something to give. They do. They have something to give. We have our to teach them and to megale in them that they have what to give. In fact, this morning we were learning in the PSS in Rebbe's Torah, how he was telling us in Achshar Asav Reichim, Becha, you there this morning? You there this morning? Hakol becha. Everything's in you. The PSS never would spend so much time looking at children, telling them, "You are your greatest mechanech." At the end of the day, you are your greatest educator. So if you instill that within a child, that they believe that they really can be their best, their best teachers and guides, if they end up doing the work on themselves, we have to make kabelat be'avav be'simcha, and to listen what they have to say. And if anyone comes and opens their mouth, ah, what does he know? He's just a little, whatever, mm-hmm. always go back to Parashat Vayakil. And remember that, Mitzah, you learned that he was, he was 13 before, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. just remember, he was 13 years old. That's, my, that's the person that Hashem sings, the Amalit, the Lashon of the Torah is, Re'u kara Hashem b'shem b'tzadot b'noi b'nchun matei yoda, v'yemale oto ruach elokim b'chokma b'tvuna u'vedat u'v'chol melacha. I have no idea, you know, how it's possible to read this parsha with the consciousness that he's 13 years old. But that, but, but, because who would you say such words upon? 
that God filled them with the spirit of God, with wisdom and with tvuna and dat. Lachshov machshavot means that he had the ability to take his power of imagination and visualization and implement it to the highest degree in order to create something just within the way he thought. 13 years old. Moshe Rabbeinu sees this. Everyone's gifted. Everyone has their own matana. And this parasha is teaching us how to build the mishkan. It's teaching us how to look at, uh, at each other. It's teaching us about humility. And it's teaching us also that we're also, in, in each of us, there's a Bitzalel and there's a, and there's a Oaliyav. There's, in each of us, there's Shevet Yehuda. And in each of us, there's Shevet Dan. The whole Indian is to the Chaber between Shamayim Ba'aretz. Bring these, bring these two together. And whatever you have to offer for the building of the Mishkan, the building of the Mikdash, is needed and will be used. Be'ezras Hashem Yisbarach. Ashreinu Shezachinu. All right. Yeshakayach, everyone. I, I, I just love this. I don't know. I love this. This Nagali Balev Kolkach, because it really brings to life. It brings to life these things. Yeah, I'm sorry. I get got excited. Yeah. So, kind of with the midrash where it talks about Hashem was trying to tell Moshe Rabbeinu how to form the menorah, and he couldn't he had a hard get time. it. So, where was Betzalel in the? Would, so did it come, finally come through? Him, the, the creation of the, the golden menorah, because it says like Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't couldn't get it. It was the menorah, right? Well, it says, but it says when the menorah was was already uh, a while ago. But I think what it what it what it says over there it says that God actually showed it to him. Showed it to him. He actually had to illustrate to Moshe Rabbeinu exactly the way that it works. So you're saying where was Betzalel when the menorah was given? He could have just said to him, "Go maybe, to go to go to Betzalel. He'll tell yeah, you, how to, he'll tell you how to do it." Maybe maybe that's the cover that Hashem had to Moshe Rabbeinu. Then he said, "Yeah, I could I could send you to a thirteen year old boy, but you only you only discover how deep he is when you yourself go to him, and he's going to flip around the order of something like we see over here with the mm-hmm. Mishkan. Mm-hmm. Could be that out of the cover for Moshe Rabbeinu, right. he said, you know, you don't understand it. I could send you to someone, but I'm going to show you myself. Personally. There's a few things like that that Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand. Right. Also." Kiddush Levana, sanctifying the moon. It says the Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Where else? There's another thing. It's in Shekel, the half a coin. Also, Moshe Rabbeinu had a hard time understanding what that exactly means. Was there one more? Was there one more? Do you remember? I think there was one more thing. It wasn't with the daughters. It's a lot of hard. No, no, that's a, that's a different way. When he says, I'm going to go, that's also, so there's two instances in the Torah where Moshe Rabbeinu says he's asked a Shiloh from people. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't know the answer. Let me, let me bring it up with the one above. Daughters of Tzlovchan. And also Pesach Sheni. Mm-hmm. Those that were contaminated during the first Pesach, what were they supposed to do? So he says, I'm going to bring this up to, I'm going to bring this up to the Rebona Shleinan. So there's also like amazing that he actually says this. Every leader today wants to show they know everything. They can't say, I don't know. I got to talk to my peers, to my superiors. But Shri was like, I really, I just don't know. I got to bring this up at the Shem. Because he was humble. Everything it on Shri Rabbeinu is all him. humility. Not, he was so like, put himself behind. Aye, it's your Rabban to oh, today's leadership and individuals, kids, all of us. I, 
for myself, mm. I respect people more in leadership when they say, you know, I really don't know. I need to yeah. do some studying on this and we'll get back. Yeah. And just instead of saying, well, uh-huh. you're all out of the air, I know. And you're Me not, too. You don't know enough to know whether it's right or wrong. Me too. You know? <laughs> Me too. We should be privileged, Bezrat Hashem. Amen. All right, Shukrach, everyone. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming, Basim.